OG of the HRC here. Another one from DC. I am so excited because I am doing Sisters in the Trenches DC version, and I am so excited. I've got my lovely girl here. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us why you're fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> so hi, everybody. My name is Latoya Mathias, and I live here in DC and um, go back with Hillary to 2007 when I oh. interned for her when I was in college, <laughs> um, but have loved her my entire life. Yeah. Um, currently, right now, I'm the digital director of a progressive organization in Virginia. So very excited to be working there. Um, if you've been paying any attention at all, we've been kicking so much beep. Yeah, you can say it. You can say it. Okay. Okay. We've been kicking. We've been kicking all the asses. There yeah. you go. I said it. Um, and we're super excited to just bring progress to that state and hopefully spread it around the country. Right, and that goes to with Virginia. I think it's a great example of the power of the vote. Yeah. Because y'all made it blue again. Absolutely. I mean, governor, uh, you guys have the seat, you know, this uh, legis- state legislation, you mm-hmm. have the Senate seats are all blue. I mean, yeah. that is the power. I mean, the abortion stuff that's going on there Absolutely. in the positive direction, you have the gun stuff that's going on there in positive. I mean, yeah. hot topic of Virginia. Who knew that Virginia <laughs> would be the hot topic state? Well, I mean, it's so funny because when I started out, it was a very stressful legislative session. And so from 2019 to 2020, it's just been a very big 180 turn. Right, right. <laughs> and we're super excited about it. Uh, we've done everything from like pass anti-hair discrimination laws oh. to passing laws banning conversion ban to yeah. passing um, legislation that will um, repeal trap laws where like if you go to get an abortion they give you this long spiel of medical knowledge that you don't need to know literally like if you go take an abortion you can get like a medical abortion which is just taking a pill Mm -hmm. so listening to that long spiel is very traumatic for people trying to go through that so we've repealed those laws in Virginia and they're on the way to being into um, the governor's desk so he can sign them we're super excited of all the advocates I've actually like I said I've been on the ground for about a year and a half now but i know people who've been working for this almost a decade that's insane i mean yeah it's crazy i just yeah i mean and again virginia yeah like, you know what i mean it's not yeah because it's a southern state it's a, it's a southern state people don't yeah. comprehend that either but virginia it's just yeah i mean um because tim kane's wife's dad was the governor and he was a republican and mm. republican politics is so much in virginia it's um and i think it's great but i think it just stems to voting Absolutely. All the way down the ballot. I mean... Absolutely. And the one thing that, you know, I've, I've been in a conference all week this week, and we've been talking about, like, getting the voter turnout turned mm. up, like you talked about. But one thing that's so unique about Virginia, and the reason I think that we've been able to train our voters to turn out, is that we have elections every year. Right. So we don't have to worry about, like, a two-year wait or, like, a four-year wait or what have you. We have elections every November. So it's right. practice, and practice makes perfect. Right. So I think, it works really well. I think Virginia is an example of what can happen in a state like Michigan. Yeah. Because Michigan has this amazing... I'm obsessed with her. She's... Yeah. <laughs> I am like, if you follow me on IG, on my personal IG, like, you know, like, I'm obsessed with this woman, Gretchen. Yeah. And I think she, she just it was announced as the co-chair of Biden's campaign, by the way, which... Yeah. Harris was the co-chair of Obama in 2008 and 2012. So just saying, throwing that out there. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) we love women in power, as you know. I mean, that's like what our whole friendship is based on, actually. Yeah, exactly. That's so true. It's exactly true. So I think Michigan could be the next state that could, in this election, that they can change their state legislators because that's what she's trying to balance right now it's a republican yeah but i think a lot of like blue collar workers just like in virginia are like tired of the the same old same and so yeah they want that power back absolutely like we have 15 trifectas nationwide so it's it's really spreading out there and like you know we would definitely want to increase the number of women legislators progressive ones (laughs) Uh, we just gotta put that out there but a progressive who gets things done absolutely Absolutely. Yeah. And like, you know, Hillary is a prime example of like what we can do when we put women in power, as we know. Um, I mean, if you're a fan of this podcast, you know that Hillary is like the gold standard. The, the core. Yeah. The core of our whole podcast. That's literally why I started the podcast was getting yeah. back to that sort of Clinton Democrat, Hillary Clinton Democrat yeah. mindset. And such an example of that, too, is the African-American vote. Yeah. I mean, Hillary like nailed that. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. 90, like 95 percent. A black woman voted for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And the fact that 
so many of these candidates in this race currently have ignored that. Yeah. It's just devastating to me. Yeah, and like, you know, Barack Obama, when he became president, he had a very diverse cabinet. Oh, my God. He empowered so many people of color. And I have no doubt that Hillary would have followed suit and done the exact same thing. She would have empowered women. She would have empowered people of color. Yeah, absolutely. And I just, you know, this cabinet here is old white Old white guys. All those pictures (laughs) that we see. It's like the infamous picture, right, of Pelosi standing up, and she's the only woman in the picture. But not only that... She's all white men are around her and she's standing up against them. But absolutely. And like in Virginia, we flipped 18 seats. And if you look at the old people who were in the seats before, they're all white men. Yeah. And if you look at the new people, they're women, they're young women, they're women of color, they're men of color. Right. You know, so it's just like diversity is a really good thing. It's a really great thing. (laughs) You know, you think even like the civil rights movement, Martin went to the Jewish community and was like, hey, we need your help. He knew he needed white people to get on the news. You know what I mean? He needed that because they weren't getting much coverage. And so they came together and they had just been through World War II. So the Holocaust. So they felt each other's pain. And they came together, and that's what it's all about. I yeah, don't... speaking of which, like, Virginia has its first woman, and she's Jewish, Speaker of the House. Yeah, first I know. First time ever. Yeah, that's huge. It's very huge. That's huge. I mean, uh, these things matter. The diversity yeah. matters. I just, I think, I always think for myself that it's my job yeah. to say, no, this is wrong, and this is right. Like, that's <laughs> my job. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's sometimes so painful when you feel something in your core so deep and you like can't, I've been feeling this a lot today, so (laughs) it's going to be a lot of feelings in this podcast. Sorry in advance. Yeah. So (laughs) just like a lot of feelings like today on the Virginia floor, we've been discussing um, redistricting Mm. and there's an amendment, you know, that's not protecting communities of color in the redistricting process, which is so important. And there was, a ton of impassioned speeches and you know I'm sitting in my apartment in DC I'm watching this and I'm just like feeling all the feels mm. that in combined with you know the Hillary Clinton documentary coming out today <laughs> I know and then on top of that like Elizabeth Warren dropping no out more women. it's just like all of the feels are like coming together in this perfect storm and I'm just like oh yeah this this weekend's just gonna be like <laughs> Right, the just field. the devil. <laughs> I feel you. I know how how we've gone from having all these women in the race to now none, and we're yeah. Like I say all the time, how did we go from with nominating first of all the first Catholic president JFK, the first uh, black president Barack Obama, and yeah. the first woman? Yeah. I mean, like, how did we go to now two white male? And listen, I love Biden yeah. as as like Uncle Joe. Yeah. Not necessarily as my president. He wasn't my first choice. But it was, it's just like, how did we get here? Well, it's so interesting because, like, I really remember when Biden ran in 2007. And it, I'm, you know, a native right. South One, Carolina. two, or three. Because he's running. Right. He ran in the 80s. Right. I know. Well, I was clearly a, an infant <laughs> As in the I, 80s. But, <laughs> but, right. So don't remember that one. <laughs> but um, I remember in 2007 when he ran. And I'm a South Carolinian. So he came to South Carolina. Yeah. And it was just like an odd story. Yeah. Nobody really cared. Yeah, and now that he's won South Carolina, it's just a very weird dichotomy there. You know, to me, I look at like something like Super Tuesday, and I think what's really like sad, but I'm excited at the same time, is that yeah. I feel like people weren't voting for Joe. They were yeah. voting to stop Bernie, and they didn't yeah. want that whole movement to take over our party. Right. It's a very dangerous game to play oh, absolutely. in terms of the House and the Senate. And so I just felt like... He's winning all these states, and that's yeah. amazing. And I'm, you know, but at the same time, it's not because I feel like in 2016, people were going and they were saying, I'm with her. And yeah. they were like so excited. And it wasn't just because she was a woman, yeah. it was because she was a qualified woman. So well, I feel like that's I mean, missing, you know. Hillary Clinton is like, like I said earlier, <laughs> the gold standard. It doesn't get any more perfect than her. Oh and, like, you know, I even said it to you the other day, I don't feel about any candidate like I felt about her, and I probably never will again. Yeah. Which is super heartbreaking and depressing because I'm not that old. <laughs> Yeah, Um, but it's interesting. Like you know, I'm part of me is happy that we've coalesced behind someone. Me too. But we're closer together than I thought we'd be at this point. To be really honest. But it's also like you know, every person who's liked um, Hillary Clinton or who has liked Elizabeth Warren has been like, in some ways, like commented on or like abused by a Bernie. Oh, and Harris too. Her support of the K-Hive has been like, oh my God. Yeah. So like everybody I know who supported a woman candidate in the past 10 Mm -hmm. years or yeah, past 10 years, 
has been abused or like commented on or like some Bernie bro has said something. Right. Right? <laughs> those Bernie bros. And so delightful. today I see like those same bros saying stuff to the effect of, you know, we should coalesce behind Bernie and Oh you yeah, they're vote. trying to demand now. When they like, yeah. like, what was it like a month ago when they put, when that whole thing happened with, when he called her a liar and she came up to him with a hot mic and said, you called me a liar. And then literally seconds after that, they put snakes, cons- all hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of snakes in the Twitter comments. Oh yeah. And it was the Bernie bros. And it's like, I say all the time, why is it no other presidential candidate has followers like that? Like none of them. <laughs> I mean, I've had my issues. Well, somebody does. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the White House right now. Right, right, right. But I just mean like, why is it? That on our side, we don't have this problem except for with him. So do you think it starts from the top and goes down? Well, or? I think, you know, fish rots from the head. Mm-hmm. So here's mm-hmm. the thing about that. It's like, you know, I posted an article saying, like, I was so excited to vote for her. And I had a Bernie bro come on it, comment on it and say, basically, like, oh, you can still vote for a Sanders Warren ticket. Oh, <laughs> and I'm just like, um, excuse me? Why is it not true that, like, <laughs> women always, and it drives me nuts with, like, Harris who I love and I've known right. her since I was 18 because she's very a girl and like Absolutely. she was like the real deal there and I knew she was going places. Right. But like all the like Biden Harris, Biden Harris and then they were like saying before Super Tuesday like she needed to not only endorse him but they should announce her as VP so then that I'm like why is she get why is she being used like that? You don't hear guys <laughs> names being thrown out to use them. It's like they want us when they want us and they don't want us when they don't want us and it's all on their terms. And Absolutely. I, it's I mean, it's interesting because I've seen a lot of things happen in the past 24 hours like both on the local level and like nationally where it's like, you know, I've been around like politicos at this conference and everybody's like, "Oh, he has to have a woman." And it has to be a woman of color. <laughs> And it's like, okay, yes. And then I have these agile groups that are like, spread the word on the social medias, you know, that right. it has, you know, force yeah. Biden to make this decision. And I'm like, well, it's still a close delegate race. Yeah. But I mean, you know, some of these agile groups are like, force, force both of them to make the commitment, right. you know? Right. And I don't know if Bernie's going to make that commitment, to no. be honest. With Warren? I mean, with any woman. No, I, well, I, mean, I think maybe Tulsi, to be really honest. He, adore, he really, like, I've never seen him light up. <laughs> The way that, that, like, first of all, she's a Russian bot, and I don't care if she wants to sue me like she's trying to sue Hillary now. She is a Russian bot, without a doubt in my mind. She's the Jill Stein of this election. I can't wait. And Hillary is 100% right when she said there's a Russian bot in the Democratic Party, and she's already (laughs) being used. So, that being said, I think Hill, he adores her. Yeah. Like, he adores her the way that he adores, like, AOC and all of those kind of girls. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be offended with that choice. Really? You're. I I mean, I kind of like. I watched her documentary on Netflix. What was it like knocking down the house? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. Like I, I admire her fight. I admire that she takes no bullshit. Yeah. You know, but yeah. you know, I'm a Ayanna Presley Democrat. Right. So <laughs> uh, uh, she is, you know what I love about her is that she too, she just like does her thing. The fact that the rest of the squad were like, we're going with the old white guy. That's and what she I was admire. Like, no, mm-hmm. I'm going to go. She's so into. I mean, I don't. Yeah. In 2016, before she was quote unquote a congresswoman in a name and all that, right. she did this impassioned speech, and she would go around for Hillary because she was up and coming. Yeah, and she's so brilliant and just so I adore her. I Me think, too. I think the fact I just love the fact that she went against her friends and her and she was like, no, this is what I want to do, and it's for me, and that's what I really appreciate. Me too. With the squad girls, sometimes I feel like AOC kind of controls the show, and the rest kind of follow suit, and I feel like. Really, like it's just so strange to me with those girls that they had a choice between Elizabeth Warren, who's very progressive, yeah, and Bernie, who has accomplished really nothing in thirty years. And like, I they... love this squad, and I, I agree with you. Like, I yeah. think that they, you know, act cohesively sometimes, mm-hmm. but I think Ayanna Presley is the wild card of oh the bunch. Oh my god, she's the wild card, and I love she's a bright that. future. Absolutely, she a, she, I feel like she's gonna be. A senator. She's gonna do the path. She's gonna be a senator. She's gonna be a gut. Something huge yeah. is gonna happen to her. I don't know what. She's so young and she's she's so, so young. But like literally every time she opens her mouth, like oh I want to shed tears because it's just <laughs> phenomenal. And it, you know, uh, I said earlier that I might not feel about anybody like I felt about Hillary, but I could potentially feel that way. I about feel her. you because I honestly <laughs> feel that way about Gretchen. Yeah, like, m- my boyfriends will say to me like when I'm because this is how much I love her. I do not live in Michigan. Yeah, I've been to Michigan like a handful of times. Like. And I watch her, like, House State of the Unions. Yeah. And, like, I dedic- And my boyfriend's like, you, like, light up. When yeah. she was announced as the House, uh, um, the State of the Union rebuttal, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, oh my, I'm so excited. Like, I couldn't, and I was so proud of her because I thought this, 
the Democrats don't pick the, these people randomly. It was Stacey Abrams the year before, who is phenomenal as well. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know. <laughs> She's a gift. She has a bright future, too. Oh, I know. But um, I just, I feel that way about Gretchen. Like, how you feel like maybe there could be something there where I feel like, wow, there's that connection there for whatever reason. Well, it's, it's just, you know, people have to have, like, a certain spark about them. Yeah. Like, it's not just, like, being good at your policies and having a plan for everything like Elizabeth Warren. It's also, like, how you carry yourself. Mm -hmm. and like your leadership qualities I know Elizabeth Warren had them I think Hillary had more of them she's been in it longer yeah and she's had a lot more roles where she's had to be more I think her starting out as a first lady really helped her develop how to you know because as we know like she doesn't like to run for things she just wants a job and she had to kind of figure that all out when she was first lady and then when she was a senator, then it sort of started to come to her. Absolutely. Know? But, I mean, I think that spark with her was always there. And I could kind of see it in Ayanna Presley, too. Because literally, like, every time she speaks. And I got to see her speak one time in person. I was sitting there like a teenager. Like, I was so excited. Right. I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, no, I love that, you know? though. I love that you're finding someone who... Because I think, like, that's what Hillary would want for us. is. Us but it's also, find... like you said, like, yeah. I'm not her constituent. Right, right. Exactly. You're <laughs> so... not. But yet it can't clicks i get it yeah i totally totally get it i completely get it i understand that yeah um so i want to ask what how is it being a woman of color in in working in government working in that you know okay cutting right to the hard (laughs) stuff cool i gotta i gotta i mean it's it's how you think it is really like it's it's tough on some days like today, but also on other days when you're able to like pass legislation to advance like your community and your make the ancestors proud. It's great, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, you know, it's hard because it's like, you know, I'm from South Carolina. Like I don't come from an affluent family, but my family is pushed forward really hard to make sure that I had every advantage that they could provide for me. And yeah. like, I try to use my privilege to help my family as well. So it's like, you're trying to like help yourself and also like advance everybody else with you mm. too. And you feel that pressure. Yeah. You do feel that pressure yeah. to like make it and do right. And like, um, advance and do well and, you know, make yeah. grandma proud. Right, right. No, I <laughs> so get that. it's I like get that. all of those things. But it's also too, like, I feel a passion about it. Like, clearly yeah. we've been talking about this. Like, we're so excited, you know. <laughs> right, right. We're talking about this. Like, everybody else is talking about, like, love is blind. Right. So, <laughs> right, exactly. you know, because, like, we love this. Yeah. Um, and I also love love is blind. No offense. <laughs> but, um, no, I you know, you, yeah. we're, we're giddy about it. Like, we mm-hmm. love it and we're excited and we're passionate about it because we want to see – America live up to this potential. Right. And so then that pushes you through that excitement. It pushes you through the hard time. Cause I mean, as a woman in general, it's just hard in politics. Oh yeah. It's just a bitch. But if you're a woman of color, it's like even more, it's even more up of, I mean, it's just, it's wild. It's It's super wild. And like the thing about it is too, is like, you know, I was talking to my mom earlier and I was like, you know, America breaks my heart all the time. It's like, but I won't give up on her. No, exactly. That's key. (laughs) Yeah. That's key. You can't give up on her. No. If you give up, then they're going to win. Exactly. And I can't live in that life. Right. And we've (laughs) been, like the thing is with the country, we've been through so much. Yeah. We've been, I mean, like deep shit. (laughs) I know. It is horrible. Oh my God. And, you know, civil rights. And, you know, I mean, then we like lost Martin Luther King and then we lost JFK. I mean, it's just like trauma, trauma, trauma. trauma. We were just talking about it today. Can't imagine in the 60s they lost Martin, they lost JFK, they lost RFK, and they lost (laughs) Malcolm X. All within... You know, a I short often of think time. about like what I would do if I were born in the sixties. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> I told my mom, I was like, I would be so radical. You probably never see me again. No, I mean, like it was like literally, you would probably never see me because I'd probably go off and like join. The I Black would be Panthers the one like, or, like white girl, crazy. white Latina girl who was like in the Black Panthers. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> like me too. Because like, it's like you know, you want to like shake things up. Like you yeah. want to, you know, you don't want to deal with the status quo. And I was talking to somebody the other day, like about how I felt in twenty sixteen. Like I went to women's march and like all this stuff yeah it's just like <sighs> yeah. you know yeah, exactly <laughs> it's just like we've been through so much in the past so four much. years and i you know i'm afraid of what's to come so. yeah it's nerve-wracking because like i said i am not excited about joe biden i feel like everyone's getting behind him because we have to yeah. and like there's no other there's literally no other choices now yeah so i mean i still i believe personally that it's going to be a brokered convention i don't believe i think the delegate count is going to be so close yeah um 
It's, but, yeah. I mean, if he, like, comes out and he does phenomenal in, like, Florida, which he might because of all the Cuba comments, I mean, you know, he might. He might. But everything, know? I don't want to take anything for granted. I feel like in 2016, there were times that I thought, she's got this. Like, there's yeah. no way that she's not going to get this, especially when it was, like, Trump is the nominee. And I don't want to do that again. I thought that all the way up until I was at a watch party at the National Building yeah. Museum waiting for the balloons to drop. Yeah. And like when it hit me that that was not mm-hmm. happening, it was like a deep depression that I'm still in. Yeah. It, I mean, me too. I mean, it's just, I did not think for a second. I knew, I will say this, I knew when the Comey stuff came out the second time. Yeah. Right before the election, I thought, I don't know if she can over, I, I don't know. There, this is the last scandal that she needed again. And yeah. I know how people think of her already. Right. And if they were on the fence, they're gone. Yeah. You know, and they're going to vote for this cuckooville because they think she's a liar. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's, you know, it's sad, but it's, I mean, as a woman of color, like it's sad, but it's not also surprising because it's right. like in 2020, I can say that because it's like hindsight now. Right. But, Hindsight's 2020. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Double right. entendre. I didn't right. intend. You're right. But, um, <laughs> It's like, you know, like America has like a very racist history and yeah. present. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, thinking about that, it's like, okay, Donald Trump is the symptom of the disease, but we have to like cure the disease. Cure the disease. Because when he's gone, there's still those people Absolutely. who believe in that. Absolutely. And that's the bigger issue. I think, in my opinion, what happened after Obama won is those people who flocked to Trump, they got madder and madder as, yeah. as you had this gorgeous black family in the white house yeah and then people also on both got complacent they yeah. thought we got a black president we have a black first lady. like we did it guys we did it. So, like, <laughs> now we're good but right we're not good. but we're I mean, so we not still good. have a lot of deep issues so when yeah. that was gone that sort of safeguard of obama was gone yeah. we were like oh wait what like well it's interesting too is like you know Barack Obama did so much when he was in the White House and it was like a very historic win. Mm-hmm. Everybody was really excited and they were like, you know, we did it. We brought all this stuff to America. Like, yeah. we're going to change. And, you know, here we are in 2020. Are. And, you know, yeah. it's like we've gone back 30 years. Oh, yeah. It's, it's at, at interesting. Least. <laughs> and now it's like, and then we have, like, I was just, when I first got here, it was the day that they were doing the Supreme Court case for the Louisiana case um, about abortions. Yeah. And there was, like, Planned Parenthood people there. Absolutely. All these amazing signs. And then there was, like, the, you know, pro-life people there. Yep. And I was like, is it 1975? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> why yes. Why are we still ta- like, why? But also, I think that's what people need to understand. I say this constantly on the podcast. RBG is not going to last forever. I pray for her <sighs> genuinely every day because that's God. my, like, homegirl. But, like, oh she's not going to last God. forever. Neither is Briar. Briar is getting older as well. And Sonia Sotomayor, she has diabetes. And she goes up and down with, like, how she takes care of herself. Wow. So, like, those things make me very nervous. That's, you know, he could we could potentially have a 7-2 to two court. Absolutely. And Roe v. Wade is genuinely gone. Absolutely. We were just talking about that, actually, because, you know, they were talking about this redistricting fight. And some of the conservatives were saying, well, you know, the courts fixed the maps last time. They could do it next time. Oh, please no. Um, <laughs> they fixed them for what side? Cause right. <laughs> and it's like the court is going to change, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> like... It's going to change. I mean, that's the biggest thing that I wish the media would have talked about more in 2016 is the importance of the courts. Yeah. And like, no, like Hillary was talking about, I know for a fact, <laughs> she Absolutely. was talking about it and I mean, no one wanted to listen, and this is what I say all the time. Like, you don't get to claim RBG if you waste your vote or you stay home. Like, you don't get to claim her as your, like, notorious RBG unless you understand that, like, by not voting and or, like, writing in Bernie Sanders because you're pissed is is you're literally saying, like, I don't care about her. I don't care about retiring her. I don't care about giving her a break. I mean, I can't even – I've said this so many times, but I literally can't imagine him replacing her. Like, it makes me sick to my stomach. (laughs) Like, because it's – just tragic. Well, I mean. the thing about it is, too, it's like I, I watched this episode of The Weekly from New York Times. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever watched that, but yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. And they talked about there was a member of Trump's cabinet, and I forget his name, but, like, he came in with the mission to, like, appoint as many conservative oh, fe- and that's what he, they're done. federal judges as possible. Yeah. And they're just, like, those people are but just in there now. Republicans are, you know, I got to say, that's they're strategic. How, they're strategic, way more strategic than <sighs> we are. Like we take like two weeks to respond to something, yes. and they're like, when it happens, they see a goal, they see a little light at the end of the tunnel. They're like, let's go, and they've been working on this for thirty years since Reagan. They've been working on this Absolutely. to take over the courts, and it's worked. Absolutely, because now he has over a hundred plus judges. 
Yeah. And and Mitch McConnell purposely didn't let Obama. He blocked them all. Yeah. So, I mean, and then he blocked the Supreme Court seat, of course. Yep. But it's just like, they are so strategic. And they're organized. And they're so organized. And they have no shame, by the way, nope. of saying, we're going to take money from who, we don't care. We don't care. We're just going to fundraise, fundraise, fundraise. And we're they always have like, no shame. Oh, blah, hmm, ha. Like, okay, no, stop. Until Citizens United is overturned, which is a disgusting law and it shouldn't be take dirty money out of politics, period, point blank. Yep. But until then, this is what we're dealt. Absolutely. And we have to, we have to fundraise. Absolutely. Like we have to be at our fighting weight at all times. <sighs> at all times. Cause they are. Yeah. And they're not, they don't care. They do not care. They have no shame. They have no they shame. Have That's no the qualms. difference between them and us. They have no shame. Like Absolutely. Mitch McConnell has no shame that he's called the Grim Reaper. He's like, go ahead. I don't really care with my $10 million house. I really don't but care. But it's also like the pro-life people that you were mentioning earlier. Oh, yeah. It's like they have a fundamental oh, belief yeah. that they are right. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Which and is it's like, just how like, how do you yeah. come at that? You know Absolutely. what I mean? You can't have a conversation with that. Like they believe in their soul. You're so right that that is right. And that's God's way. Absolutely. Know? And that's hard. To- it's super hard, but it's also like we have those rights, but we are not as nearly like ground down in our beliefs as they are. Right. Right. And But also we don't have quote unquote God on our side. Right. Like, yeah. They have God on their side. Well, so I like to believe God is I always on my side. I know mine too, but, <laughs> but I mean like in the theory, I got the theory you. of like how we sell it. Absolutely. Like, oh, like, you're pro kill, like you're killers and you're the, what no. I think they have is religion. Religion. There you go. That's side. what she says. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Yes, absolutely right. I believe that God's always on my side too. But absolutely right. They have religion to play and manipulate, which is what they do. Absolutely. So, and, you know, the thing about it, and I always have to think about this too, is like religion was created by man and they could twist mm, it to mm-hmm. however they like. Yeah. You know, so you can say that God says a monopoly of things, but it's like God is personal for everybody exactly they have to think about god on their own terms right i know that's what i say all the time i say hillary clinton's one of the most like centered people with god yeah and people don't even really understand that or know it about her yeah because she's so quiet about because it's personal to her it's definitely personal it's personal to everybody yeah i think so and then the ones who are shouting from the rooftops are the ones that i'm like hmm yeah doesn't quite make sense to me well i mean you know i think some people on the right <laughs> <laughs> like to, you know, force their religion on you. And that's not when Hillary it starts getting style. forced is like not yeah. genuine. Like you're like, that's not, that's not genuine. That's no, not the way not that I imagine God in my head is. No, I so. mean, the Spanish Inquisition is over. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> exactly. Mm. Exactly. So what is your overall goal in government? What's your dream? What's your dream? Oh. I mean, like, Mountaintop dream probably would be like U.S. Senate. Ooh. Run for office someday. For what state? That's the big question. Probably Virginia. Because okay. I love Virginia. Um, getting into it is just like making me fall in love. If you asked me five years ago, I probably would have said Pennsylvania. Oh, really? Because I went to college there and oh. I loved it a lot. But um, now that I like live in the DMV area, I really love Virginia. So yeah. probably Virginia. So do you, do you think, saying, speaking of that, do you think D.C. should be a state? I do think D.C. Oh should God, be a state. Oh, my God. It's the craziest thing to me. First of all, it's rep- uh, taxation without representation. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like the crazy. And so I believe in Puerto Rico should be a state, too. Absolutely. I hmm. think all of the territory should yeah, be. Yeah, should be state. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't, it's, it's annoying. It's the crazy. I mean, you know why I think D.C. is not going to, they don't want it to, the right doesn't want it to become a state. Racism. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say there's a lot of black voters, but we. Racism. That's yeah, the same racism. reason for Puerto like Rico. Cr- yeah, exactly. They're terrified that all those like brown and black people will, yeah. you know, go racism. and vote Democrat. Yeah, that's the crazy. reason for it all. Exactly. Especially DC, <laughs> there are so many black people here, and it's just like because it's the you know politicians don't live here full time. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's like a real like city district, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, that's like the craziest thing to me because you can run for DC senator maybe one day too. I mean, yeah, but DC politics is so entrenched. I don't yeah. know if you yeah. know a lot about DC politics. Yeah, I, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a lot. Um, I think it's a lot because there's not any like set anything. I mean, yeah. it's just sort of here, and they're just. Well, it's interesting. It's an interesting dynamic because you know the government controls DC's budget. Yeah. And then D.C.'s council, you know, they're all very like, you know, I was born in D.C. I love D.C., you know. (laughs) It's so interesting. And, you know, you have to, you have very diverse parts of the city, but you have very, like, white affluent parts of the city Uh also. So it's a very, like, strange range of folks that live here. (laughs) 
totally. It depends on what part of the city you're in. And Absolutely. Where, yeah. And, like, we have, you know, two at-large seats. So, you know, if you're at-large, you have to appeal to the whole district. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. just one of those things where you have to win, like, the people who've been there all their lives right. and the people who just moved here. Right. So right. it's a, it's a, it's so a lot. So Virginia Senate. Okay, I like that. You would be yeah. like... This woman of color senator in Virginia, that yeah. would be like, wow, we've done something in our country, you know? Yeah, I'd have to get in line behind the fabulous people who are already there. Right, right. Right, you got <laughs> but some years, I'm cool though. You with got it. some years. Don't worry, you got some years. I'm cool I with mean. it, because I mean, like, you know, there's a state senator that I love. Her name is Louise Lucas, and she is phenomenal. <laughs> and <laughs> if you don't know about her, you should. Google her, that's what I always yes. say. Google her, Google her, everyone. Yes. Google her. So, have you always been this, like, proud black woman or did you have to like come upon it later in life or oh I think I've always been a proud black woman I think I might have been quieter about it during my awkward teenage years right I think we all are (laughs) (laughs) but um as far as like proud of being black yes like my mom instilled in me very early this is an antidote I always tell about her and she always cringes but I'm gonna tell it anyway (laughs) Uh, when I was incredibly young, my mom told me, she's like, those white people go to the bathroom just like you. Don't be afraid of them. Aww. So that was instilled to me at a very young age, and I've always carried that with me, and I love yeah. it because it's so accurate. It's helped me, like, you know, not be afraid yeah. of, of going through life as a black woman, right. as a woman from the South, you know, it's right. just one of those things where it's like, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I think it's great because you are very, like, proud and very yeah. sure of yourself, I will say. Like, you're very, <laughs> very sure of yourself, and I think that's phenomenal to see of any woman, but, like, especially a woman of color. I think that that's a phenomenal thing to see. Thank so you. you definitely Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. So, um, I, we talked about that. So, what's your favorite, this is just, like, a fun question. What's your favorite memorial in D.C.? Oh, the D.C. War Memorial. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a little one. It's unknown. It's shaped like a dome. Yeah. It's very cute. What, why do you love it so much? I don't know. It's just like a, it's like on a, it's in the park. It's like yeah. randomly like off to the side. Yeah, it's kind of like hidden almost. Yeah. yeah. And that's, you know, that's what I like about it. Like I like going out there like really early in the morning just to like hang out. It's just very peaceful. Oh. That's what I like about it. I like like spinning around in the dome and stuff. So it's fun. Yeah. 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 I was telling um, earlier when we were out making our video or whatever, and we were at the FDR, and I said, it's so funny, when I came here in eighth grade for the first time, they yeah. that had just finished, and they had just gotten approved for the Martin Luther King Jr., and it was like, yeah, so weird to see it now, because it's so beautiful, and I think that they did such a remarkable job of it. Yeah, absolutely. Simple. I love the MLK one, too, because it's right by the cherry blossoms. Yeah. And my nephew's coming, like, right after Peak Bloom. He's uh, five. Aww. So I'm going to take him out there. That's, really excited uh, it's the about best. It. When, the, yeah. when it's peak bloom and everything's, I mean, it's, gorgeous. I mean, it is gorgeous. There is yeah. nothing like it. I highly recommend to everyone listening, go to DC and peak bloom because it is like, <laughs> yeah. you'll get addicted. You'll want to come out. I'm like, we're so upset that we have to leave and it's not even close to being, we saw a little bit of like buds and yeah. I was like, oh my God, we're so close. Yeah. <laughs> we're super close and pro tip, go very early in the morning Yeah, because it gets crowded. Yeah. It gets very crowded. Every have you ever DC- been to the, um. The festival, the Cherry Blossom Festival? No. So I went and saw them at Peak Bloom last year, mm-hmm. and I went at 6 a.m. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and it was totally worth it, because literally around 7, that's when the crowd started to pick mm-hmm. up. Um, but I actually went on the day of the Cherry Blossom uh, marathon <laughs> through the oh. city. <laughs> so I didn't realize this when I planned it. Right. And so I had to, like, finagle through all of these people, like, running around and stuff. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of funny and comical, but... Um, yeah, every person in D.C. is, like, required to know about the cherry blossoms. Yeah, it's, like, a must. It's, yes. like, a must without a doubt. And then when it's, like, peak bloom, too, the smell. Oh, my God. The smell is just, like... And it's right over the Potomac. Uh, and, like, I went out there, like, as the sun was coming out. It was, uh, it was I perfection. Know. There's so, so many, great. like, Instagram moments. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's just, like, full yes. of them. Yeah, absolutely. When we were I'm leaving... I'm going to post my pics when I get home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we were leaving the Capitol tonight, it was, like, the sun was coming down. It was, like, right on the... Ca- I mean, it was, like perfection yeah you can't you can't make they did such a beautiful job of building the city i will say that it's gorgeous and like you know what the path that i took when i went to see the cherry blossoms like i went by the lincoln memorial you can saw like the reflecting pool and stuff and then you go to the okay like it's it's 
it's nice and yeah. worth it. It's totally worth it. Yeah. So weird today. Um, the reflecting pool had no water. Like oh. Cleaner, but people were like walking through. It's you lose that whole feeling. When there's no water. <laughs> well, it's so funny too because like a lot of weird things like happen in DC because of the backdrop. Yeah. Like, no spoilers, but if you've ever <laughs> seen The Handmaid's Tale, like they did a shot in DC, and it was so funny because like the entire mall, like that area, was yeah. like swarmed with people like in the hood. <laughs> oh. Which oh, is so kinda... crazy. Yeah, which is super right. crazy and kind of weird to see. But, like, when you watch the show, it makes a lot of sense. Right. So. What's your favorite political show? Woof. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I used to have so many. I used to love Veep. I still love The West Wing and watch With it Veep, all the really time. really quick, did you see the final season? Oh, yes. Okay, for some reason, I wasn't as in love with that final season. No, I wasn't either. How it ended, I was like, what? I thought it was dumb. And she I ended hate up it. alone and, like, all that. I was like... I hated, hated it. hated it, right? I hated it because she sent Gary to jail. Yes. No, sorry for the spoiler. Yeah. But, it's long enough now that it's... Sorry. Okay. If you haven't seen it yet, people, then... That, yeah, you should really get all that. But it's it's not great. No. Um. The whole season. And we kept, like, looking to see if, like, writers changed. Everyone was the same. Yeah. I don't know if it was having that long break because she was in cancer treatment yeah. or... But, like, something was off. I thought it was off, too. And it's a shame because I didn't feel like it was nearly as funny nearly as the previous funny. seasons. And it was, like, ended. It was over. Yeah. I just hated the way it ended. She's oh, all alone. Oh, super sad. And, yeah. And then he's, like, creepily, like, looking at her. Yeah. It's so weird. I mean, yeah. It was not good. <laughs> so weird. It was not good. And it makes me so sad because I loved it so much. But Yes. I love so it, So you love The West Wing, too, right? I literally watched The West Wing when I get sad, so I'll probably start watching oh, it this I know. week. <laughs> it's but just like the go-to. It's so feel good. It makes you feel like this All is the how time. it is, but it's not. But no, <laughs> not at all. There's like certain days, though. I think yeah. I was interviewing another woman who was running for city council, and she says some days you have West Wing days, and some yeah. days you have like House of Cards days. Oh, so goes, I was about to mention them, actually. Yeah, did you watch all the seasons of House of Cards? No, I couldn't make it through the last season. Me? Okay, <laughs> I stopped. Yeah. Because uh, they rele- they pushed back the release because Hillary lost yeah. the story. Yeah. And I never picked it back up. Right. Because it was like, I don't want to deal with nasty politics because we're dealing with nasty politics right now. Absolutely. But the first two seasons, genius. Obsessed. Obsessed. Yeah. Like, it was... I, I really loved it. And I Robin just... Wright on that show was... Oh, my God. I know she was such life. She's such life. Those outfits alone, just oh my god, ooh, girl. Oh my god, when they had the threesome with the um secret <laughs> service agent, <laughs> you were like, no, this isn't gonna happen right now. And then it. Well, happened. the funny thing was, is like I thought it was it came out of nowhere. It like came it was out such of good acting. I was just like, whoa, yeah, what that? and it just like happened. Like it was yeah. just like natural. Like oh, this is totally normal. I know. I, I, I don't want to imagine that happening with any of the presidents or any of the. Fr- I don't want to ah! whoever. It- I do not want to imagine that at all. But yeah, West Wing, I love. Did you watch Parks and Rec? You do, right? I did. So this is the thing, though. All my political shows are over, over. now. Over. I know. We it's don't have depressing. Any... No scandal. No Parks and Rec. I know, I no know. House of Cards. No West Nothing. Wing. No Veep. So writers out there, if you're listening, we need a new political show. Seriously, right? Yeah. Parks I feel and like Rec. all the shows I watch now are nothing to do with politics, no. which is good and bad. I think maybe people like subconsciously did that because things are Ooh, so crazy maybe you know the industry yeah. was like whoa these are gonna be failures i mean even on scandal they had like a trump like character yeah but they like quickly got rid of him you know i was the one person <laughs> in america who liked melly yeah i liked melly too. oh okay we're the two people because yeah. every time i said that people were like what ew i'm like since the beginning no, I, I felt bad melly. and then when it was I announced and then when they said she like was raped by the yeah. fall I was like, see, I see, tried to tell you. Validation. <laughs> I love that. I validation. love Melly. And I love, I love that she ended up too. being president Me and all too. of that. Like, it's perfection. I mean, Shonda Rhimes, come on. Yeah. But Melly was great. Melly she was just, great. She was just misunderstood. She's misunderstood because, like, her father-in-law raped her. Yeah. I mean, like. And well, she yes. Had, <laughs> and then she didn't know if the father of her child was either a father-in-law or a. Uh, her husband. Husband. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like She's misunderstood. I did not see that coming at all when no, that happened. Either. I was like, dang, Shonda, you don't play. Right. And then she like, <laughs> you know, like distance herself from her own child. Yeah, oh my Woo. God. That's dark. Real, real dark. Dark. Real dark. <laughs> that's Shonda, though. And then we have, of course, to switch away from political shows, we just got to, like, talk about Mariska Haggerty and her brilliance. Oh, my God. Which you know that it so was... So that's ex- kind of a political oh, kinda. show. Oh, my God. There's political moments all the time on that show. Oh, my God, yes. It just got picked up for it. three more, more seasons. More seasons? Three, not one. <laughs> three. I posted this on Instagram. I was oh so my- excited. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dick Wolf said, the creator of the show, he said, as long as Mariska's here, we'll be here. 
Because she is the show. Absolutely. Like, everyone else can go. I love Ice-T. I love all of them, but she is the show. She's She's the the show. She's captain now, and... The show's been on for, like, 20 21 seasons. seasons. 21 seasons. And the crazy part is that, like... We were all scared not long ago when, of cancellation. Was was Stabler leaving and all that drama? Yeah, well, not then. I'm talking about literally like a couple months ago. They oh, were really? like, "Is SVU gonna be renewed?" Oh, and it was like that. a it was like a scary time. And That's I was like, scary. "God, if they cancel this show, they're dumb." <laughs> right? Because it's just like a money easy money maker. Right? I mean, people are obsessed yeah, with this show, obsessed. myself included. Everyone's obsessed. <laughs> I mean, Mariska Hagerty is like a, a legend to our generation she is we've always known her on television you know like she just ma- she just makes everything better <laughs> right and on top of that she's an actual advocate oh my gosh she's such a mad advocate like yeah. oh my gosh she started her own foundation yeah the, she's the great. backlog of the rape kit she had a documentary about it. oh my god it was so like, brutal. She, how can you not that love documentary, her <laughs> by the way with like in detroit that that warehouse that was like burnt and there was hundreds and hundreds and I mean, that happens across the country. And Absolutely. It's bananas. And that she's the only, Mariska's the only one talking about it. Yeah. And bringing awareness. She's working with local legislators yes. to, like, in the backlog. I know. And she's an actress. <laughs> like, how can you not love her? <laughs> she's the best. I don't know anyone who doesn't love her. She's just the best. Ugh, and she's so obsessed. beautiful inside and out. And. She's a gift. She's a gift to us all. I mean, yes, but I need them to bring back Barba. I need uh, them to bring back Stabler. I love Barbara. I need them to never fire yeah. Icy. <laughs> right. And, like, I just, I love I them see. all. Like, they asked the other day, like, you know, what was the biggest twist? And I was like, when Stabler left. Oh, my God. How he left was so sad when she was, like, calling him and... He was, and I'm like, boo, he's not coming, you know? Yeah, like. <laughs> like, your friend's gone. I know, and uh, I just, you know, I don't know, like, Dick Wolf, if you're listening. <laughs> Could you just bring him back for like 10 minutes? I know. He's really not worth All of his shows he's tried after have not been successful. Yeah. Uh, Chris Maloney. So it's like, no, you need her. What's really funny, though, is a lot of people thought the show would die when yeah. he left. And I thought, no, she's the show. Well, so look, we're going to be okay. It's crazy because it's the only Law & Order left yeah, on TV. And he's is. really put a lot of weight behind the Chicago things. Yeah, I know he has. Which is, you know, fine. <laughs> But, Fire, PD, ambulance. Yeah, it's just like all those things. Yeah. It's like Chicago Med or whatever. Yeah. Like, fine. Yeah. But <laughs> let's talk about Law and Order. Yeah, yeah, please. Let's go back to that. Yeah. Because she's... if I'm talking like real talk, like I love all the Law and Orders. Oh, you love all of them? All of them. Okay. I loved Cruel Intent. It was phenomenal. Yeah. I loved the original Law and Order. It's always on rerun. That, can you imagine how rich, It's on every day of the every week. Every day of the week. If you Dick play Wolf it right, it's is on the richest man day. in America. Absolutely. Like, I'm surprised, I mean, like, you know, he's not out there running for office. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. But, you know. No, I know. It's so interesting. And Mariska, she's doing pretty well because she's an executive producer now. Absolutely. Like, not a producer, executive producer. Good for She her. directs episodes. Ugh. She is the star of the show, number one on a call sheet. I mean, Ugh. like... And she deserves every second of it. Absolutely. Like, oh. I can't even think of anything else she's ever done. <laughs> and I don't even care. <laughs> Me either. I don't, I don't even care either. I'm like, this is it. I'm good. For the yeah. rest of my life, I'm good. I'm it's solid. It's just like, keep her on law and order. And she's so connected to Livia Benson. I mean, yeah. that is so much a part of who she is. Like She probably couldn't do anything else. Right, right. You know? And I love how they added the picture of RBG to her desk in the background. <laughs> oh, I, so love that too. <laughs> I love that, too. I love that, too. so happy. Like, it just showed up one day. I was Absolutely. Like, and yeah. fun fact. In fact, Joe Biden is the only presidential candidate who's ever appeared in Law and Order. That's SPU. true, because he's very close with Mariska. That's he right. He does all the rape stuff with her. Yeah. He's he's been he is a big sexual assault advocate. That's like yeah. his his thing. Like, yeah, he's definitely and you know what? I love Dr. Biden. Yeah. I gotta say, like that. Oh my girl, god, with the me, block? Oh my god. <laughs> Man. She I is posted like, about I was ex- that. I was explaining like so she's a Philly girl, and there's something about like women who grew up who grew up in urban areas that are very just like that's their instinct. I understand it, I get it, because like I'm the same way. Like, don't do that, don't come. Well, here's the thing. So God bless Dr. Joe Biden, oh, but also God. God bless Simone Sanders. Oh my God, with the <laughs> lineman rushing. Next chief of staff of the United States of America. Let's just say that right now. She, she is. She came through with the clutch. She, that I know, she like. She's like. I broke a nail, and then she like uh, Instagram that she I was saw getting that. her nail. <laughs> she is everything though. Like everything in the inside. It's like, like time she, to get my nails done. Yeah, she's amazing. I hope I that love... was expended to the campaign because yeah. <laughs> that was the line of duty imagery right that there. Was, Perfection, perfection. Oh my gosh. But yeah, Amazing. I've always had a love for 
Dr. Biden. Always. Yeah. I'm always like, I used She's to always so say, great. can we have her as first lady without Joe Biden? You know what's funny <laughs> is that you mentioned that. It's like, I was in Iowa for work and I met um, Bennett's wife. Oh, huh? And I was like, why isn't she? Why isn't running? she? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know? That's what I think about Dr. Biden because she's very quiet. Like, she doesn't. She likes no, her personal life, you know what I mean? But it's interesting because I think sometimes, too, like these amazing women who are. Be- That's what I always say about, like, Trump. It's really sad for me because I always have a first lady to look to. Yeah. You know, like Laura Bush, can't stand W. Bush, but Laura Bush was, like, cute yeah. and, like, children should read and, like, you know. Yeah, she, and tr- with she tried. Melania, it's like, <laughs> I don't get anything. Nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. And that just sucks because I want to. She barely like, opens a- her mouth and when she does, she plagiarizes. <laughs> yeah. So it's like. <laughs> oh my God. That was so. Like, who thought that they would get away with that? Listen, I mean, all I, think... I was waiting for her to say was, I was a, I was a young black woman in Chicago. <laughs> I think part of I us mean... are just waiting for Melania to just take a run for it. Right, like, just, she, yeah, she looks she's like she's a, traumatized. She's so pit, Like, she's woman. over it. Like, she never wanted really to be there. I do, too, actually. actually. As a mom, I feel yeah. very, she wants to protect her son, who's yeah. a little bit, like, awkward, let's say. And then she's just, you know, like, I do feel bad. Because she's also, like, not from here. So she doesn't understand, yeah. like, what am I supposed to be doing? And here's an interesting fact. Her chief of staff works for Trump also. Ugh. That's never happened before. Whoa. There should be battles between, you should probably know this, between the first lady's office and the West Wing. There yeah. should be battles of, like, why did the first lady say this? Why did they say no, they all were his. Her staff works for him. That's because never happened she doesn't before. Need to, she doesn't talk. She doesn't talk. And also, he <laughs> controls every aspect of her. Yeah. You know, was, I, mean, I mean, be best. Everyone be best. I mean, you know, they, there was that whole like free Melania thing going around. Mm. And I, you know, I don't know what's going on with her. I feel like she, I do feel bad she for her. She might be trapped in her own life. Yeah, I think that she was raised in a really small country where it was like, marry a rich man in America because you're really pretty. And there's nothing wrong with that. I do not judge that whatsoever. I get it. Like, if I was from another country, I would be like marrying a rich man in America too. Do you, boo? Do you. But I think she did not understand, like, all of it. Like, I mean, I do feel bad for her. Do you think she knew that he wanted to run for president when she married him? No, I don't think, here's the thing, I don't even think that he really, like, did it in the beginning for reals. I think that he was he trying, just trying to, like, to be see a what could happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then his ego got a hold of it. Yeah. And then I think even on election night, he thought, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to, like, complain about it and I'm going to make a, you know, but I don't think, I think he actually, honestly, hates being president. Simply because, yeah. because he is someone who goes to, I mean, he goes to Mar-a-Lago whenever he wants anyways, but I mean, like, he can cheat on his wife, and there's no question. He can have ten mistresses, there's no questions. He can live his life, he doesn't live his life. Yeah. He hates the job when he has to go to, like, the situation room. He hates his job when he has to deal with nonsense like the coronavirus. Well, you know, you it's know? funny, it's just like that West Wing episode where um, John Goodman became president for, oh, like, yeah. an episode, episode yeah. and he's like, when's the fun part of president yeah. <laughs> start? That's exactly what it is. <laughs> He only enjoys the fun part where he, that's why he still did rallies, even when he wasn't campaigning. He needed that, I feel like. And also, you know, like he's gained so much weight and like, like like insane amount of weight. And that's not someone who's happy, you know, like I think he's like, I'm over it. And honestly, you don't think it's a 24 hour day chef that he has? No, (laughs) definitely not. I think that I've been saying this for a while. If God forbid he ever got a second term, I want to believe that he's not, but if he did, that he would halfway through say, I'm done. I've, I've fixed America, so I'm out of here. And I think that, honestly, he's going to leave Pence and he's going to pick Nikki Haley as his VP. Well, Pence is governing while he's out there doing rallies. Yeah, exactly. So, so I mean, Pence is not doing great. This man, like, yeah. <laughs> denounced a needle exchange that would have saved his yeah. state. Mm-hmm. So he's a horrible human. He's a horrible human being. And, you know, part of me was like, should Trump get impeached? Because then we have Mike Pence. Right, so exactly. Like, like, what is our options here? I don't know about that. And Mike Pence, he's, Mike Pence is pushing down a lot of things in his life. <laughs> Mike Pence needs to go away. Like, he is yeah, he's, the Grim Reaper. He's, he's literally Voldemort. Yeah. yeah he, like. He's, he's, yeah. He, uh, he, he's like, have you seen him hug people? He's like, oh, like, oh, not even. Ew, <laughs> he doesn't. Ew, and he calls his wife mother. Ew, like, weird, like, Norman Bates. Yeah. Hard So, ew. I think, I think, honestly, though. Trump is going to drop Pence and he's going to pick Nikki Haley because Nikki Haley has been very, very loyal to him. And she's like the it girl of the Republican Party. As a South Carolinian, <laughs> I denounce that because... As a Californian, I denounce Well, here's the deal. I worked in the legislature, in the South Carolina legislature, when she was a legislator. Mmm, dish, tea. 
Ooh, girl. <laughs> and I mean, she, like, I remember distinctly, she had a floor speech where she denounced state funding for abortion, even mm. if it was for rape or incest. Oh. And that stuck out in my mind, and I was like, I hate this woman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. now she's, like, and then she became governor, and like, all these things, you an ambassador or whatever, and it's just Right, like, but you really question this. Why do people like her? <laughs> like, a lot of people do on the Republican side. Oh, they Because do. they get they to say, her. oh, she's a woman of color, color. and she's a woman. It. Like, so we're not, see, we're not, it's just, you know, we're, we're not racist. Republicans are real good at tokenizing. So, so good. great. So good. Oh my God. <laughs> Trump lately, oh my God. But, I think Nikki Haley, like, you look at it, like, she left a really cushy job, and she came to be his ambassador, and then she left that. And I question that. Like, someone who's on the fast track like that doesn't give up. Well, the funny thing is, I question that also because she badmouthed him for a little while, and then all and of then a sudden it was like a changed. whoop. Yeah. <laughs> she was around. like, against it. Yeah. Yeah. So I honestly think Pence is out, and then he has a woman on the ticket. You know what I mean? I don't so, think he ever really wanted Pence, to be honest. No, but I think he, the it establishment was It was smart, though, him. for him. He got the evangelist because of Pence. Well, I think the establishment came in and we're like... Establishment and the evangelist. You, you can't married tackle. a porn star. You need somebody from the Christian right. What are you talking about? She's just a nude model. She's like... Okay, girl, bye. He cheated with the porn star. Can we talk about fun things? Can we talk about yeah. our dream yeah, VP right. candidates? Dream VP candidates. Go okay. ahead. Who's your dream VP candidate? So I posted a really funny post on Facebook earlier talking about my dream VP candidates. And I started off with like, I started with like serious ones and like not so serious ones. <laughs> so serious ones, of course, like, you know, you've got your Elizabeth Warren, your Ariana Presley's, you've got your Hillary Clinton's, of course, because that means she could be president. Um, There's a theory going around about that. I'll tell you in a second. Okay, cool. (laughs) So, and then you've got your not so serious ones like Lizzo, Lizzo, Beyonce. (laughs) Um, Somebody commented Little Miss Flint, which I think is phenomenal. Um, you've got, uh, who was the other one that oh I said? Oh my God, that's I the forget. greatest thing ever. No, Lizzo for BP. Lizzo, Lizzo 2020. B- I'm with it. Lizzo is 2020. <laughs> like, let's just, Lizzo, Lizzo 2020. on it. She's I on mean, it. her in the White House, can you even imagine? I can. It would be fabulous. It would be it fabulous. Would be so much fun. She'd be like playing her flute all the time. Oh my God. <laughs> Sasha B. So flute ta- in the White House. Oh my God. I can't Oh my God. So it. talented. So, so talented. All right. So my VP picks. Um, yes. Be like Hillary. I mean, without a doubt. Yes. Um. We'll come back to your theory. In a second. Yeah, we're gonna go back to my theory. Okay. I actually haven't really given this much thought because I've just been like. <laughs> you just like got just, starry eyes just, for the uh, hills. <laughs> we know. No, I. Uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> we know. No, I. Um. I. I don't know. Maybe I haven't thought about it because I, I don't want to like jinx anything. Yeah. Um. I think that. Oh, you I know forgot I to love? say Stacey Abrams. But go oh, ahead. Stacey Abrams, without a doubt. Oh, yeah. without a doubt. I feel like set her up for such success coming forward. She's she deserves a, boss, a big and win, and she's a boss babe. Um, she's yes. remarkable. But um, Stacey Abrams, here's the thing: a lot of people are saying Biden Harris, and I will say this: yeah. I love Harris, and I would, but I don't. I want her. She's in a. I feel like she could be the best attorney general we've ever seen. True talk. She is a lawyer. She is a prosecutor. Like, she in her heart of hearts, like, that's who she is. That's, like, because she was our, you know, attorney general for California. And she, like, came in and just, like, changed everything. And remember, she came in after Arnold Schwarzenegger had been governor and messed everything up for the state. Well, here's the thing about that. So I do have two more picks, but they are not women. They (laughs) are men. Okay, that's totally acceptable. Yes. Well, we will allow it. But anyways. (laughs) Right. Um... So one that you mentioned, AG, mm-hmm. is Eric Holder oh. because he calls back to the Obama yeah. administration, mm-hmm. which is why Biden's here. Let's play real. Right. Um, <laughs> he needed a safe white guy. Yeah, I mean, but he is, you know, I have all these Republican friends who like text me. They were like, Barack Obama can't be VP, right? Mm. And I'm like, legally, no. No, but he could be a Supreme Court justice. There you go. <laughs> so... I mean, Eric Holder evokes the same feelings yeah. in the community, I yeah, think. Yeah, I agree with you. So, and he's been doing redistricting nationwide, which is great. Yeah, that's like his thing, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he has national profile. Yeah, he does. he would bring that color that yeah. Biden needs. Yeah, well, he needs some color. <laughs> um, also, my second choice is South Carolinian Congressman Jim Clyburn. Uh, who brought, literally, Clyburn is the reason Joe Biden... Super Tuesday happened. Let's just Took be clear. Took the words out of my mouth. Like, yeah. when that happened, when Clyburn <laughs> came out, I was like, 
Joe gonna be all right. Like, well, he's my pick because every oh CNN interview I've seen so far with Bernie, with Biden's like surrogates are yeah. like, we're gonna do anything Jim Clyburn says. We right. love Jim Clyburn. And then we're not here like, except for Jim Clyburn. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, they're saying his name a lot. Yeah, maybe uh-huh. it's about to come and be on this ticket real yeah. quick. Yeah. Uh huh. So I love how Bernie said, by the way, when uh, I think it was Rachel who asked him uh, something about the Clyburn. He goes, Oh no, I didn't go after. We don't have the same politics. What? So like Democrat because he's a Democrat. <laughs> Democrat politics are your politics. I mean, come on. You know who I am going to put on my VP list? Lauren Underwood. Ooh. I love, love, love. Friend was, of mine. I like her a lot. She NLC is, grad. She's great. She is phenomenal, yeah. and I just think that there was this group of girls who aren't the squad, but are just like it was like Katie Hill before the whole ridiculous drama happened Awkward. with her. Lauren Underwood, um, <laughs> the Native American women, Sharice yes. Tate. They came in and they said, let's just look at what Nancy Pelosi does. Let's just follow her and go with her and look at how they've they've flown with that. And I think that is the future of the House of Representatives. That yeah. is One of them is going to be the Speaker of the House at some point. Yes. After Hakeem, I believe Hakeem is going to be a Speaker of House too. But um, <laughs> I love me some Hakeem. Oh, I love Name him. and acclaim it. Right? I'm here for it. Oh, I Let's love Hakeem. Oh, I love him. I love when he did the Speaker of the House and he said, down with the NDP. Oh, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. I said, preach. But um, Lord, these girls, to me, are like, this is what it's about. They yes. do the hard work. They show up. They have built, they're like legislating, like just genius. This freshman class has been. Oh, my God. And all of that happened because Hillary Clinton lost. Yeah, which is which sad is that we horrible. had to sacrifice the queen for everything but, else. I mean, this then we got another people. queen because Pelosi <laughs> came in and did her thing. Well, Pelosi was always there. Let's no, but I mean, as Speaker of the House. Oh, like, yes. that was like the moment that I felt like I could breathe. Well, anybody when... who didn't think she was going to be Speaker of the House oh, was Oh, there was a lot cause... of people. The media was thinking. <laughs> I didn't think anything else. <laughs> the media was trying to sell it so hard. They were like, oh, I don't know. She has the book. Oh, and you mean then... that same media that said Joe Biden was going to drop <laughs> yes. out of the race? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Then. And that Hillary Clinton and her cough and her. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, God, but uh, yeah. I even the media was so intense that like my boyfriend, who's super on with politics, he kept yeah. looking at me and being like, "You're sure? Like you're getting word that like I was like, come on, <laughs> like, <laughs> do not doubt my." Girl. I think you and I chatted about this, and I we was did. like, I never had a doubt. No, I never had a doubt never for a thought. second. Mm. Even when it got down to like they're like, "Oh, she's making a deal." Of course, she's making a deal. Yeah. Do you not know this woman? I was she gonna say that's the name throat. of the game. Do you not know the game? Right. She'll split your throat, <laughs> and you won't even realize you're. Bleeding. She's the game master. Hello. <laughs> She plays chess. Everyone else plays checkers. There she you go. is, she is the queen. I mean, for a reason, because she she built that crowd herself. <laughs> she did. That she did. Well, we only sleep four hours a day. Like she does. That's what happens. You like can make a crown and you can make shit happen for yourself. She is. I mean, I thank God every day that she's there in the speaker's office, like doing her thing. And she trolls Trump so well, which oh is so God, great. It's the best. It really you know? is the best. When she says, "I'm praying." for her clap and the tip. I just I mean, sideways oh, clap, guys. Sideways clap. That's what she great. did right now. You know it. Like, oh my God. She is just, and when she came out with the orange jacket and the sunglasses and was like, I'm here. Trolled. Like, what up? <laughs> you know, women are judged by their fashion, so right? she played that perfectly. Oh my God. You know? She is like, her fashion is on point. It's not like on point right now. Like, girl is yes. with it. Sometimes it's a scarf. Sometimes it's a... Like, and then she has these gorgeous brooches now and these, like, vibrant, I mean, like, girl is, Her like, this is my, like, award. yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> she had a stylist this time, I gotta say. I believe Because Pelosi growing up was, like, like, her outfits were, like, pantsuits that were, like, polyester. Oh, she was, like, known for them before yeah. Hillary was. And it's just, like, you know, come yeah. on, girl. And then she, like, bra- like, one time she had, like, a leather jacket on the other day and I was, oh, like, dang, girl. Yes. Like- <laughs> I need to Google that picture later. Yeah, it's the best. It's okay, the best. cool. She is, yeah. Did you get her book that her daughter wrote? No, Netflix? but I did see her Vanity Fair cover. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, yes. I know. You have to get the book, The Nancy okay. Pelosi Way. It's uh, written by her daughter, Christine, okay. who's big in the California politics. Nice. And, um, yeah, it's a great book. I just started awesome. reading it. Tony got for me for Christmas. So yeah. yeah. So I just got a book. It's called How to Be Anti-Racist. Oh. I think everybody in the I think U.S. <laughs> political system should read it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and it's great. I can't wait to read it. Yeah. So I will add Nancy Pelosi to the list yeah, as soon as add I finish it, that one. It's, it's definitely, I mean, excuse me, anything Pelosi is, I'm all about, obviously, because yes. I named my cat after her, for gosh sakes. But, 
Uh, yeah. She, she's fancy Nancy. Yeah, she's oh. fancy Nancy. And That's I swear cute. to God, she, uh, I'll, I'll put like C-SPAN on and Pelosi will be on there. Swear to God, she goes up to the TV. And I have it like, I She swear knows to God, her name. She sake? literally, like, it's the cutest, <laughs> sweetest thing. And I'm like, one day when I interview Pelosi, because I will. Uh, I'll be like, my cat loves you too. Oh, that's <laughs> But when I got her, I was like, oh, you're li- my little fancy Nancy. So yeah, that's 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 my girl, man. She's my home girl. I'm so proud you didn't name her after Hillary. Oh, uh, no. If I get a dog, I'm going to get a dog. So she's yeah. the top bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she's the Mic top bitch. drop. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Well, this has been amazing. Thank you yeah. so much for coming and DC and having fun with us and Hope you had fun. I did have fun. This was so great. Wow. You're going to love it when you hear yourself, too. Oh. You have to get used to hearing your voice. I got used to hearing my voice. I was going to say, everybody <laughs> hates that, myself included. No, I used to, too, and now I'm like, oh, I love hearing myself. <laughs> I'm like, can we do YouTube channel? Oh, no. I want more. Yeah, yeah. I well, no the problem. funny thing was, like, I thought you might be filming this for oh, YouTube, yeah, and yeah. I was like, mm. No, I would have told you. I would have been like, hey. Okay. Not for me. Yeah, soon, soon. All right, so this is the OG of the HRC signing out. Mm-hmm.